Hello, this is Joey Ryan, and you're listening to Matt and Brendo's Wrestling Show. Time, we're taking over the prime time. And if you cross this, you're stepping over the fine line. But we can take this to the center of the ring. And when the bell dings, it's time to go. I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding. No, slam me with the chair in the back of your head. Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead. As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts, you're going home with a face full of welts. We came to win. Well, you better know it's Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of MBWS. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Veronica Steele. And um, it's been quite a week. Uh, Veronica... Um, I know you were, I think, is it better if we record on Thursdays? That way that gives you some time to watch SmackDown. I would say yes, but no, because <laughs> no. I have a late meeting on Thursdays. Okay. It normally goes really late, but, uh, no, normally it isn't an issue. I've been doing okay. pretty good, but. Just making sure, cause I don't want you to feel pressured no. or like you don't have enough time to watch stuff. Um, it's good. Well, there you go. I mean, it's been so quite good. a week. You got yes. to watch your first steel cage match. Yes. I want to hear your thoughts about this steel cage match. Like what, what's going on? What, what is this? Uh, you had never seen one before. I have not. Um, one, don't really know if that's really made out of steel because it's like a regular fence. Like, what's well, steel fencing? Are those steel fences? Oh, sure. I have no idea. I don't know. Not that I thought they were made out of like aluminum or something, but I'm going, oh, is that? Oh, no, it's a real cage. I mean, I've, yeah. I've touched it. They've had it out before. I've touched yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I knew that. Um, it's, but, they used to have, if you, if you watch, if you look up like WrestleMania, the original cage, well, the original WWE cage, which, um, they, so like back in the day, cage matches were just like, the whole purpose of cage matches was so people couldn't interfere. It was like right. a big blow off match to a feud okay. was you'd have a steel cage match. So there's no interference and it was pinfalls, submissions only. Right. So like this, so, but then they came up with the WWE came up with the escape, the cage rules, which are, it's controversial. Some people think it's bullshit. Um, that you can win a match not by pinning somebody, but by climbing out of a cage faster or getting through the door. So, yeah. Um, some people think that's bullshit. I think it makes it interesting. Um, but WWS started doing that because I actually just found this out because I was reading, I've been reading a lot of old, um, Wrestling Observer newsletters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like this website called blogofdoom.com that's been doing recaps of like old ones from the 80s. And, uh, and, um, and, and so in one of those, they talk about the origins of the WWF bullshit rules. Um, as, <laughs> cause Dave Meltzer is, at least he wasn't a fan of them. Um, and it was created when, uh, Bruno Sammartino, one of the original WWF champions, this was Vince McMahon's dad. Okay. Um, when he was in charge, it was the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Right. Um, and their champion for many years was this guy, Bruno Sammartino. And he's kind of like one of the iconic old school wrestlers. And he is, his big opponent in the seventies was this other 
old school wrestler named Stan Hansen, and neither one of them wanted to be pinned because uh, they're both like, you know, like macho. they took it very seriously. Um, they took their fictional fake wrestling very seriously <laughs> back then. Yeah. Um, and so Vince Sr. devised the plan that um, satisfied both of them by coming up with the escape way so Bruno could win by going out the door and Stan Hansen can say, well, I was never pinned. Yeah. Um, so it was basically to stroke some old dude's egos. Oh, lame. So that, that's why they came up. Because in, in NWA, WCW, cage matches meant you're getting a definitive finish. And it also meant right. that it was going to be bloody as fuck. Really? Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So so I was used as a kid, the iconic cage match, and many um, fans of my age will probably tell you this. WWE introduced their their this cage. There was a cage match at WrestleMania 2 between Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy. This would have been in 1986. And they introduced this cage that they got from um Canada and it's people um it's 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 commonly referred to you can look it up of uh, the baby blue cage cuz it was baby blue. <laughs> And, totally uh, so now. you could that way it would pop on camera because like um, the old school cage is just like a fence and it like sometimes it was it didn't look very good on camera and right. there wasn't an easy way to like film it so they came up with this blue cage that had really it's like just look up WWF baby blue cage and yeah. uh <laughs> yeah a toy came up like the the Toys R Us WrestleMania. It's like this awesome little steel mad steel cage match accessory. Well, that's <laughs> kind of so. That's what it looks. But yeah, like. I am seeing it. So I the mean, blue. So notice how instead of the fencing, there's just those yeah, squares. Yeah. Um. So the reason for that is because this is also really funny that I also discovered from reading um reading my reading the old Wrestling Observer newsletters. Hulk Hogan couldn't climb the traditional cage. <laughs> like um, a fence. Yeah, he had a hard time when they were practicing. Okay. So Vince was like, well, let's take this blue cage that we got from... It, it, <laughs> Canada. It was, it, well, it was from Stampede Wrestling, which is Brett... Oh. We've, we've been talking in the in the Facebook group about Brett Hart, who's one of my favorite all-time wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That would be Natty's uncle. Um, well, their dad, <laughs> their dad, Stu, had a wrestling federation in Calgary called Stampede Wrestling. Very famous, but... Vince had purchased, he'd bought out that fed. Okay. Bought him out. And, um, well, in 86 he had it, but I guess they borrowed it from there. I don't know, but it was from Stampede and, or maybe it was from Montreal, one of the other Canadian groups that Vince had bought out. So okay. they, they own this blue cage and they're like, well, Hulk can climb this cage and it looks better on camera. So as a kid, I consider this the cage. Yeah. Um, and a lot of wrestling peers though were like, this is bullshit. You shouldn't be able to climb out of a cage. The whole point of a cage match is to keep the wrestlers inside of it so right. you get a definitive finish. But WWF thought otherwise, and then that became the popular thing. And then I was at the video store when I was like eight or nine, mm-hmm. and they had a video called – it was um, it was the WCW – well, NWA, which was the, um, the opposition for WWF back in okay. the day. And – it was like, I think it was like the best of Starcade. It was some video from theirs. Oh, and right on the cover is like Dusty Rhodes covered in blood. And I was like, ooh, 
Like, what the yeah. hell is this? Because I wasn't used to seeing bloody matches yeah. and anything like that. And so I I rented it, and one of the cage there was a cage match, and this was the WCW cage. Looks like the WWE cage now. It has the fencing on okay. it, like actual fence, and it was like Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair, and they were just like grinding the shit out of each other on the cage <laughs> and just bleeding all over the place. And I was like, "Whoa, this is yeah. crazy!" It's a whole so, new level. Like as a kid, I was like. Okay, I think like this is like real. Yeah, and I remember telling well, yeah. my friends about it and like all this stuff, and that's and so because I, I, back in the day, I didn't know what like blading was, where they like take the razor blade and they cut mm. their face and all that shit. And is that what they're doing? Oh yeah, um, I don't know what that is. What? Oh, you don't know what blading is? Okay, no. so any any time nine times out of ten, so you know if you were if you were like on the playground back in the day, you'd be arguing about wrestling, and I would, and okay. um, <laughs> yeah. and and they'd be like, well, it's just My like playground stories are a little different than yours, and they would be like, oh, it's just fake blood, or it's like uh-huh. ketchup packets, or yeah. all this stuff. Well, the truth of the matter is. That shit doesn't work. Like, I mean, that might look good in a movie for like three seconds, but in a wrestling match. Yeah. Um, so what they would do is they'd cut up a, they'd take a, like a Gillette razor blade, mm-hmm. like the blades, you know, yeah. and they cut little pieces of it, keep it in their tape on their wrists. And then when the time came, just slice on the forehead. What? what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this isn't, do they oh, still haven't... do this? Oh yeah, well not not as not in WWE. It's outlaw. It, the, it's okay. not allowed in, but it does happen sometimes. It's like a freaking Jets and Sharks match. But that like, that was like a very com- in the late nineties, especially. Wow. Um, like in WWF in the late nineties, the Attitude Era. Like if you go back and watch some old, they're just bleeding all over the place. <laughs> um, I mean, and. And it's, 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 I mean, when you really think about it, like, it's disgusting. It's so. There's there's lots of health issues. Yeah. Um, And so they don't really do it anymore. They're all getting tetanus shots every single time after a match. Like, in Lucha Underground, they've done it a few times, like, more than a few times. Oh. Um, that I just talked about the Marty the Moth weapons of mass destruction match. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if he, I'm pretty sure he bladed, but he was. Busted open and he, I got blood on me. Like I'm the crowd. Oh, uh, you have to go get a shot. <laughs> but, um, well, then it became an issue later because there's a wrestler Abdul the Butcher um, that when he was older tested positive for hepatitis C. Yeah, and he's well, and he was like notorious for bleeding, and <laughs> so he got sued by some people and other all Jeez. kinds of shit happened and. Now again, it's very—it's not really common now, but like right. um, some places still do it. I can and, totally imagine the signs, like backstage, they have like all these posted signs everywhere, like "Make sure you keep track of your blade at all times." Like, where did your blade come from? Well, <laughs> like, for like, some wrestlers kept PSAs. it in there. Well, Hulk Hogan claims that he kept it kept it in his mouth, which I just don't see how that's no, even no, you a do not. Thing. Um, but most people kept it. Like even now, they still wear tape around their wrists, and right, that's, that's one of the that's reasons. Crazy. They keep their I can totally understand why um, Hulk Hogan couldn't climb a regular cage, though, because that those holes, like in those cage, I don't even know how your foot would fit. I don't even well, know today's wrestlers. Seth Rollins did it. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, he has little feet. And 
He's not yeah. like this. He's not well, like I, a really large like rhino. I can't imagine yeah. rhino like climbing up a. Roman fence. could. Roman was able to do it, and yeah, but he's Roman so climbed over. Climb but that's just so, kind of uh, okay. <laughs> like in his blood. Didn't you kind of think that it was a little bit like? It was a little bit of a like, kind of. I thought. I think when there's like that finish like that, where one of them goes over the. Yeah. Over the, over, over the cage and one goes through the door. I'm like, well, that's kind of, but then, then, then you got Seth jumping mm-hmm. off the, which that's like the big that's cage box. Yeah. It's like diving off the cage. Um, and, and so you got kinds of cool shit like that happening. But yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever, so you've never watched the movie The Wrestler with Mickey uh, Rourke? Oh, you know, maybe I did, but I'm not I highly really recommend remember. now as a wrestling fan, maybe giving it, cause it's one of my favorite movies like ever. And it actually kind of got me back into wrestling after I had stopped watching after Chris, the Chris Benoit shit went down, like when he killed his family and all that stuff. Ooh. Oh, um, yeah. And it had just really kind of put a damper on that for me and other wrestlers that had died, like Eddie Guerrero had died. And mm-hmm. um, it just kind of put a damper on it. And and so I, had, I hadn't watched much. I had kind of kept abreast of like what was going on in the indies mm-hmm. um, with like because Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk were getting really big, and I started hearing about this Kevin Steen guy, Kevin Owens, okay, and, and this masked dude named El Generico um, went on to be Sami Zayn. So I started hearing about these guys, but that wasn't enough for me to watch all the time. I still played the wrestling video games, which was weird. Like I knew enough about what was going on in WWE based on what was happening in the video games. Yeah, but I wouldn't actually watch. Watch it, okay. Um, and then the movie The Wrestler came out with Mickey Rourke. And in that movie, um, he actually – there's a match where Mickey Rourke actually – it shows like he blades like he does it. Oh, okay. And people even oh, ask me yes. like, well, that's bullshit. I'm like, no, that's what happens. That's what they do. That's it. That's what's happening And like when you see guys bleeding. That's um, crazy. Yeah, and, but – and Mickey Rourke actually did it, which I got to get my hats off Ugh. to him. Like, he actually won. Method He actor. actually wrestled in a match, like, for reals. Yeah. Um, he had a he had a wrestling double, but a lot of the stuff that he's doing, like, Mickey Rourke actually did. And and he actually bladed for real, like, on camera because um, part of the movie is showing, like, what these guys – Are going through, like – like in a match. That's just crazy. Yeah. Has John oh, Cena crazy. ever done it? Oh yeah. What? I, I, everybody, I guarantee you, like ninety percent of the wrestlers out there at one point in their career have done it. Not has so John, much anymore, but yeah, it's happened. Say, John Cena but John Cena was since he was like a oh, big yeah. name in. Oh yeah. Well, well, John Cena up until like the mid two thousands, like this is a pretty regular occurrence in WWE matches. Like before they went PG mm-hmm. and like. Because John Cena kind of started coming up during like the ruthless aggression era, which is right after the, and they were still there were still some pretty bloody matches happening. Okay. Um, one of the bloodiest matches I've ever seen was in like 2003, um, between Eddie Guerrero and uh, JBL, now announcer JBL. Okay. Um, but he is he at one point he was WWE champion and. Uh, he was wrestling Eddie Guerrero, and Eddie, I don't know if he bladed wrong or if it was intention, but he really opened himself up. And oh, then gosh. also, JBL had a cowbell. Cause there's, so there's, there's blading, and then there's what's called the hard way, which is 
what Brock did to Randy Orton, where you actually oh. open a dude up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's methods that dudes will do it. Like if they're if they're trying to draw blood through their punches, they like they can do things to like intentionally open up wounds and stuff. And so that's yeah. called the hard way blood. And that way, if it does happen, they can be like, we didn't intend to this to happen, so it's okay. Um, but um, so it's at a certain point, JBL was it was a uh, cowbell match or some shit. It was a bull rope. <laughs> it was a bull rope more where there was co- like a more cowbell. <laughs> so there was like a bull rope, and they and there was like a bell on it, and they were like beating the shit out of each other with it. And at yeah. some point, JBL is just hitting Eddie like in the head with his cowbell. Jeez. So and he's just like bleeding yeah everywhere like every it's like gnarliest shit you've ever seen oh my gosh um, so yeah stuff like that but like as a young kid i'd be watching these nwa tapes with like dusty Rhodes, and so you'll see these old wrestlers especially they have like dusty Rhodes had like the gnarliest scars on his forehead from that's where they would rick flair has it a little bit too but his hair kind of covers it up <laughs> um, but so, and one of the reasons Flair works so well in those guys is they'd either have blonde hair or they bleach the hair blonde. Uh-huh. And then when they bled, it just would like look so oh, gnarly because Rick Flair was the master at like slicking the blood back into his hair. Ew. So he um, and like, and, and, and they'd call it the crimson mask. And like, <laughs> and so that's why that blonde hair would just accentuate. The, yeah, blood. the blood, and as a kid, I was like, "This is fucked up." And yeah, this is amazing. Um, but no wonder you think it's real. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, it's like real blood. So, wow, I had no so, idea. So like, and blood and cage matches kind of go hand in hand. Well, yeah, um, because you want to make it look because like if you're in a cage like that and you're like throwing dudes into those things, like. You would expect to see some blood happening, so that's right. Yeah, so not so much anymore. But back in the day, cage matches usually meant like a bloody bloodbath. Yeah, then I'm then in that case, I'm really disappointed by my cage match because (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah, um, super mild. But I I mean, at least you got to see Seth Rollins jumping off the cage. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Uh, And then I mean, I think it did a great job of building up to Sunday. Got a big show coming up Sunday, Clash of Champions. Yep. Um, we'll run down that in a minute, but I do want to talk about uh, my crazy week because yes. Um, so we're recording this on Thursday. I'm gonna be out like all weekend because Phil and I are going to LA Podcast Festival. Woo-hoo! There's still some tickets available at LAPodfest.com if you want to come check it out. Lots of cool big time podcasts doing live shows. We're also going to be in the podcast lounge that they have for just anybody can come set up their gear and record there. And, um, and we got some, we got some special guests lined up. I can't announce any names at this time because it's all tentative, but gonna hopefully got some big names coming on Radio Brendo Man. It's exciting. uh, But if you're going to be at the podcast festival, come say hi to us in the podcast lounge. Check it out. Um, I was kind of bummed. I, I guess the first year they did it. I had, when I, um, cause I, when I saw Colt Cabana in, uh, Dallas, mm-hmm. I was asking him, like, are you, are you ever doing, like, cause he has a podcast. And I was like, have you ever done a, your live show at, like, LA Podface? He's like, oh no, I, I haven't gone since the first one. Excalibur and I went, like, Excalibur from Pro Wrestling Gorilla. And I'm like, okay. oh man, I would have loved to have. Yeah, seriously, seen that. Gone there and, like, cause it's a really chill environment and you can just, like, grab, like, 
against like last year, Phil and I talked to Mark Marin, talked to uh, great, great proofs from whose line is anyway, talked to a bunch yeah, of comedians yeah. and you can just chat with these people and bring them into the podcast lounge and have them on your show. So, uh, oh man, so what a, cool. it would have been cool to have like Colt Cabana and Excalibur. Were you and Phil on anyone's show? Well, no, um, yeah, we're not, these are like big time people. Hey, you know what? You're big time to me, Brenda. Uh, <laughs> so well, our dream is to like one day do a show at like something like this. So yeah, these are like a lot of the big podcasts. So cool. Um, but I'm really excited about it. So and that's on Saturday? That is on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday Friday, Saturday, at the Sofitel in Beverly Hills. Um, the other thing going on. Yeah, it's a super fancy hotel. It's like yeah. super nice. Phil and I are going to be staying. We're actually staying in South Central. Um, <laughs> it was the cheapest. It was like the most affordable option. Oh, yeah. I Well, I had this crazy week where I initially I had gotten this hot wire deal. And I've never – because I do like the the blind like deals yeah. where – and it's always been good, but this one, they, there was one that was like, well, I, I picked it and it said new to Hotwire, and that should have been my like red flag. Oh, okay. It's so I get the I get the hotel back, and I'm like, okay, first of all, there's no way this is a two and a half star hotel. This looks like a nightmare, and yeah. it was like a nightmare factory. It looked like somebody's apartment building, and it turned <laughs> out that's what it was. It was an apartment building no. that they had they had illegally turned into a hotel. There's still transients living there because it's in a real shitty part of Hollywood. Oh my and gosh! So I go on, and the first result that I when I type in for this hotel is the L.A. City Attorney's Office is like investigating yeah. this place. They don't have any permits. So I call Hotwire and I'm like, look, like normally like I'm like, okay, like I get it. There's no refunds, but like you guys, but that's under the pretense that you're going to book me at an actual hotel. hotel." And so I start reading the this. I'm like, they're under investigation, but the LA city attorney's office, they're like, all right, we'll we'll let you rebook. And I was like, oh, Oh, good. Um, but yeah, they the, didn't do their due diligence. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it, all it takes is like just looking at this place, being like, this is, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was crazy. And but now, I mean, it's 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 we're in South Central, but it's right by the freeway, and it's a brand new hotel. So awesome. I think it's gonna be fine. Um, I think it's gonna be fine. And so that that and also we're barely gonna be there because. But I love this festival because it's on like a comedian schedule, so okay. it, it it doesn't start. Like on Friday, it's only for it's only like a part day, so it starts at like seven. Okay. Um, it goes till one a.m., which is great. There's shit to do till one in the morning, but then it doesn't start until because normally like a comic con, like you have to get yeah. there at like eight in the eight morning. Or like yeah. Bullshit. Well, these are comedians, so this shit doesn't start till noon. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so we're pretty stoked on that and excited. And then on so then on top of all this going on, um. On Tuesday, I went to jury duty. Oh, and, um, got called like I I was a, 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 it was a big pool because it's a it turned out this was kind of a big trial. Okay, and they and then the jury selection they're like, well, the jury selection might end up taking three days. Wow! So I got called back a second day, and then on Wednesday, um, I'm on the jury. <laughs> I've never been. Yes. In a, yeah. I'm actually kind of excited. Um, Do you like, know that's my dream? John well, knows I want to be on a jury. So I'm bad. on a jury in a. It's I. I can't say anything about. I the know. Um, is it, I know, but is it big or small? Big. Okay, big. Ooh. I mean, it's a it's a big deal. Like okay. it's a big deal, which is intense. Do Black uh, Lives Matter in your case? No. <laughs> okay. 
Thankfully, it's not like that kind of. Like, okay. media, it's not like a media circus trial. Yeah, there but was, still, it's just. Um, but but yeah, it started wow, like, cool. today. Like so, I went back today for the actual start of the trial, like mm-hmm. opening statements and shit. What? Okay, my questions are: What questions did they ask you when they were trying to get you on the jury? Like, okay, that so portion. well, it, it's been pretty. Have you ever actually gotten into a courtroom at least? No, like, nothing. Man, so I've gotten into the courtroom like twice. One time, I almost I was so they have two alternates. I made it to like the fourth alternate slot. Okay. I was like, please, because this was when I was working back at WebSense, and I just hated oh, my job. Yes. So I'm like, please I want a trial. Me. I want to be in a trial so yeah. bad. I'm uh, not prejudiced against anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it just didn't. But this one, um, it was like they spent all day, and oh. I and I was like the last juror selected. And the, but they, it's pretty standard. They ask you like, where do you live? What's your job? Um, if are you married? What's your spouse's job? Do you have kids? If they have jobs, what like they want to know like the background of everybody yeah. and you, you and your family, and then they're like, "Have you been? Have you ever? Have you or anyone you know ever been convicted of a crime? If so, what crime? Have you ever served on a jury? If so, what kind of case? Did they reach a verdict? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, have you ever been a victim of a crime? What kind of crime? And that's like the general stuff. Yeah. And then both the prosecution and the defense attorneys then they start. And then they ask really? questions more specific to like the type of case, like, do you, okay. and, like, so I'll, I'll just tell you in this one, they, one of the, the defense attorney right off the bat asked us, do you think killing is justified? No, ever. And it was like, whoa, oh. like, question. So, like, so like big questions. And then like, how do you feel you about it? You responded with, well, I think it's really wrong what happened to Jesus Christ, but. <laughs> Well, there were, and there were some people that, like, like, there were some people that, like, gave, they were so obviously trying to get dismissed. <laughs> like, that some of the that. things that people said, I was like, really? <laughs> I love it. Like, there were some people that were just really trying to get dismissed. Uh, there were, and then there were some people where you could tell they were bummed when they did get dismissed. Yes. Like, the um, Pollock Shores of the group. <laughs> they're like, what did I say? No. Yeah. I, um, I met, I met, and, I met whatever you want to hear. So like, and then, and so yeah, like the defense and prosecution will start asking, and then they, and then it's okay. like a, and then it's like a, it's like a fantasy draft. Like, they just, because <laughs> then like they'll pick another person. So like, so first they fill the 12 spots, then they grill everybody, then they start making cuts. Mm-hmm. So they'll go back and forth between the prosecution and the defense. They get a certain number of like freebies. They can just dismiss people. Okay. I think like each one of them gets like 10 or 12 or maybe more. Oh, wow. I don't know. Okay. Depending on the trial, depending on the situation, maybe depending on the judge. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Cause I'm, so then they'll like the defense will be like, well, we want to say goodbye to this. So we'll dismiss this person. So then that guy leaves and then the, then the, then the court clerk reads another person's name. Mm-hmm. So then that guy's up there and then it starts all over again. Wow. The judge will ask him the question and the prosecution and the defense. And wow. then, then, then it'll be the defense's turn to dismiss somebody. And then that keeps going until they both agree with the jury and then they pick wow. the alternates and then they get two alternates and then they're done. So that in this trial, that process took two days. That's crazy. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I'm glad, I guess. Yeah. But how in the hell have I never been selected for this? Like, I, the only time I've ever gotten, like, well, the jury I, duty notice was when I was in college. And I, I couldn't because I had class. And I, so I, I think I had, like, a 
sheet. Oh, back when, your... you, back when that was an excuse. That's not yeah. even anymore. I know. And so but, that was it. And so yeah. I've been like, oh, I got it once. It'll come again. Nope. And Man, I've I get always it all been like, the time. I if they ask me like anything, well, one, my job, I'm screwed. Like, I'm a director of social media. Yeah, you're cut. You're going to post this shit. Like, it's always this assumption that I can't use social media appropriately. Um, well, and I will say, if you go into my Twitter today, which is underscore Veronica Steele, you may see some rants about WeChat. Um, WeChat? <laughs> or, um, oh, no, see, now I'm blanking out because I was so angry. Yeah. What is that? It, oh gosh. WeChat is, um, it's an app just like a messaging app, but it also has a board and it's used in China. Mm. I'm, I'm having some WeChat issues. <laughs> and All so right. I, I made that clear on Instagram, mm-hmm. but, uh, or I'm sorry, on, uh, Twitter. But other than that, I'm pretty mellow. I'm pretty good on. <laughs> on Instagram or on social media in general. So that will probably get me written off. And then if they start like asking where I work, well, I work at a private Christian university. Okay. So there's another ding. Um, what's your background? I majored in theology. Like, that's, that's like, I'm that's so, not basically all they're, they're really, like, she's so like, moral. It's not, that's even, not funny. even, that might make you a good, because like they're depending on what they're doing. Like it seemed like what they're looking for is like any kind of like biases. Right. Like that's really what they're looking for. Well, I know, for. but that's and, where I feel like they yeah, write me off as just not really crazy like, Christian. I don't or something think like so. That. I don't think so. Cause like this one, like I don't think they, they're mostly just looking at can you be objective and, right. and, and, and things like that. And like, and, and it's just crazy going through. And also it's crazy just listening to like, for, like, because this is they did this for like forty or fifty, and just hearing these people just basically yeah. talk, about, talk about their lives, and and because <laughs> yeah. this is like a true random sampling of people, so some of them it's like, well, that's pretty boring, and other people are like, wow, I want to talk to you more, because like, <laughs> the style like they'll tell, talk about their job or about like, and then like maybe something that happened like when like in like the crimes that have been like you've been a victim of. You're gonna have to do like a whole like s- a s- a show or something about the networking of jury, like yeah. <laughs> network jury, uh, yeah, jury networking. But like, it was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty. So you're crazy. doing that this week. Yeah, and then um, so, so I you, do you get on. the weekend off? Yeah, thankfully. I mean, because oh, I mean, like, sorry, but these are lawyers and judges. Like, we don't right. even the judges. Like, I'm busy on Friday, so like, I'm going to work tomorrow because we don't have court tomorrow. Awesome. Um. And, and, and you're then, getting paid. Do you get jury pay? Or yeah, but jury pays like fifteen dollars a day. Oh, but you get but, paid like through my through my work. Your work. That's yeah. what I meant. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they has? Oh, you has. I hope wrestling comes up in somehow. Like it'd be amazing. <laughs> it'd be so amazing. I don't think that's gonna happen. See, if they ask me, have you ever been on jury? I'd be like, um, I've watched Twelve Angry Men about seventeen million times. But <laughs> now that I've like been Something a real closest. juror, yeah. like a bunch of the stuff that Henry Fonda does in Twelve Angry Men is like yeah. straight up illegal. <laughs> so there you go. Like they right away they tell you like because you know like he investigates shit and yeah. does all this shit. Yeah, that's illegal. You can't do that. No, <laughs> you can't do any of that. Not. 
Of like, course not. That that would have like yeah like yeah, <laughs> they're like, gonna be like no, she's gonna break the rules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want to be in twelve angry women <laughs> and see and see how far that cat fight goes. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Well, hey, let's, let's awesome let's get back well, to the wrestling. Yeah, well, like thing. I said, I really do hope wrestling comes up in your jury. That during yeah. your trial, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so we're uh, oh yeah we got well let's start it off here we got some uh, listener mail. <gasps> we do. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's from Steven Espinoza. Yay. Friend of the show. Yes. And he writes in, um, you can be like Steven and you can go to mbwspod.com, use our contact form. I know there was an email address floating around out there. It was like ask at mbwspod.com, but it doesn't work and I can't get it to work for some reason. Um, so don't use that. <laughs> Just- um, just you can either brendomanagemail.com if you need to if you if you refuse to use a contact form I don't know maybe you're scared um, it's secure um, mbwspod.com/contact it even works with https if you're being paranoid um, <laughs> and and yes the government's watching anyway so yeah i'm sure they really care about your raw viewing habits <laughs> they care about mine so um so yeah, so mbwspod.com slash contact. That's our contact form. And Steven did that. And he writes yeah. in, hi, Brendo and Veronica. Last show you talked about Ryback and how kids loved him, which drives me crazy when I, I see kids at school with feed me more shirts on. And I'm yep. like, oh, come on, kid. Oh, I gotta make a note about that. Yeah. Um, I remember at one point I couldn't tell if he was a heel or face. It got to the point that Ryback had to go up to little kids with signs in support of him and knock them down. Signs, not kids. Oh yeah, and or tear, <laughs> and or tear them up at up and left. Yeah, that was when he was trying to be a bad guy, and he switched from feed me more to because okay, so you know in Tommy Boy the O'Doyle rules guys, yes. oh, so yeah. Ryback would go up to people and like they had these skits where he'd like bully people in the in the back. Like okay. like little production guys or somebody okay, in catering, yeah. and then he'd be like, "Ryback rules," <laughs> and like it was so stupid. It was so stupid, but kids were still cheering him. So like Stephen said, he would go up and tear their signs up. Or That's so sad. So that Stephen writes. Would I they could've... know? Would they know that he was going to do that? No, the kids. Because <gasps> he was trying to get him to boo. So sad. <laughs> no, they just um, cried. And then when. And then Steven says, I can imagine his inner monologue. Stop cheering for me, stupid kids. I'm supposed to be a bad guy. I'm beating up all the good guys. I'm picking on Kalisto, a much smaller person than me. I'm a bully. Stop it. <laughs> but nobody was buying it because it's, because right back is terrible. Because it's him. Yeah. Love it. When it comes to Sasha, I think she may have gotten it. Oh, say this. This is interesting. Okay. He says, I think she may have gotten a new tongue piercing. Oh. It, would it would explain Veronica's theory that her tongue is either cramping or is too big for her mouth. Yeah. It makes her say things like WWA. <laughs> I wasn't hear I didn't hear anything this week, so maybe it did heal. Maybe I, it healed up. Maybe, but I'm well, gonna say it was like too rough. Then there was a post in the Facebook group the where you guys like she's talking to Or Jolly Ranchers. Maybe Jolly she's Ranchers. eating a Jolly Rancher, maybe she's yeah. got some candy in there. Because it, oh, it was kind of like that, like yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> I went back because I'm like, am I exaggerating that? I went back no. and watched. No, it's exactly no, you're what you not. Said. It was spot on. That would make sense, but 
Okay, so that brings up piercings as a wrestler. I know that seems very dangerous. Yeah, because in a lot of sports, like gymnastics, you can't have piercings. Like they'll make you take your earrings out and all that, so you're not stabbing yourself. Yeah. So really, you can have a tongue piercing? I don't know. That's that's a speculation. I don't. I just don't think it would be a good idea. I think wrestlers have gotten Mm. smart enough now where a lot of them do wear mouth guards, like because that seems like probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, like AJ, AJ wears a mouth guard. Neville wears a mouth guard. Quite a few wrestlers. What about the Miz? I don't think he does, but maybe he should. His precious money maker. Yeah, he wants to protect his face. Um, his assets. (laughs) Speaking of like, so, um, oh yeah, so here's one more thing. Um, he has a question for you, Veronica. Oh no. Okay. Steve writes, uh, question for Veronica. Is there anyone who is mid card level that you wish were at a main event level? Mid card. I need to know what mid card. Mid card, like not in the main event, like wrestling, like maybe they're they're wrestling like in the middle of the like. So you got like your opening match, you got your middle level. So mid card guys are guys that aren't like at the top. They're not yeah championships. They're just at the mid level. Um, and like examples of that right now would probably be one of your boys, Sami Zayn. Yeah, I was going to say, is that Sammy? Like, I think that's Sammy right now. Hells yeah, I want to see more of him. Any and other any like, other guys you would want to see more of? I'm trying to, let me, um, I for me on SmackDown, it's definitely, yeah. for me on SmackDown, it's definitely Apollo Crews. I mean, now, oh, shit, they got him, he got j- worked by Baron Corbin. He's like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I just. Yeah, I would yeah. like to see more of him, actually, the, of Apollo Crews. That'd be awesome. Um, Anybody well, else you can think of? Darn you, WWE. I bookmarked like the place where they have all of the wrestlers, but they mm-hmm. changed their page and now it's all their belts. So <laughs> if I could see the full roster, that would help me a bit. But okay, I gotta think. Um, okay, of men, I'll do this men and women. How about that? Mm-hmm. Of men, definitely Sami Zayn. I just think he's energetic, he's fun, he's entertaining. Now, what about Enzo and Cass? Are they considered? Main I think they're or- kind of main event ish. Okay, because they're definitely. They don't need like- the, but they're they're always out there. They're getting a lot of TV time. Then you know what? I will just say Enzo because I just want the smack talk. It's my favorite. Um, so that's it for Raw. Oh, women. I can't say if there's really any women that I'm really. You're not seeing enough. Oh. Yeah, like, or, I, that, I, or I, that I like really desire to see higher up. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think. Just well, they're, they're like, kind of they're doing a pretty good job of keeping the women in the spotlight. I mean, this week right, the women opened up SmackDown. We talked about being cool that the women opened up Raw on yeah. SmackDown. The women opened up this week. Uh, something that's happening on Raw that's a little disturbing. Um, I feel like. They're getting ready to do like a big face turn for Dana Brooke. Oh yeah. And oh, like, for sure. do they think she's going to be like a super mega baby face? And why do they need that if they have Sasha and Bailey? Are they going to book Dana over Sasha and Bailey? That I would freak out. I would not yeah, be cool. Yeah. I happened. would not be cool. But with it that seems either. like they're positioning that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still, cause I'm with you. I don't I, dislike Dana, no. but I think, I don't know if she's gonna work as a super mega baby face, cause it seems like they're positioning she's gonna turn on Charlotte, and right. maybe she's gonna be the big 
like baby face star. And I'm like, you have Bailey. Why do you need that? You don't need that. Yeah. You don't need that. They should be just, I think like, like Bailey and Sasha should just be like front Dana and center. and Charlotte both aggressor, like both bad guys. Yeah. And as two bad, like villains go at each other. I think I just, that would be more yeah. entertaining than anything else because yeah, I'm with you. Keep Sasha and Bailey on one side, Charlotte and Dana need to be on the other. And I like Dana. It's not like that. Yeah. It's just when you have Sasha and Bailey as on the roster, no. Good luck. I'm just a little concerned because Yeah, I do you, I hear what you're saying. Like I'm seeing it that change of time. You've already, as you've already seen, Vince will get something in his head and then just keep pushing it. Like Roman Reigns yeah. is the big top baby face. Just right. keep, and and his philosophy is just it seems given the past that his philosophy is just keep pushing it until it happens. Yeah. And with Roman Reigns, it's still so I'm like, oh, is is Dana Brooke gonna be the new like is she gonna be like the female Roman Reigns? Like right. you will cheer for her, god damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And then you're gonna sacrifice the whole rest tell. of your Roster, roster putting right? him over, which is what happened with a lot of guys against Roman Reigns. Like, and we've been there, done that with this guy. Like, yeah. enough, enough. I don't know. Vince gets what he um, wants. But hey, Roman Reigns is kind of losing all over the place. I mean, yes, he won that cage match, but he then got beat up pretty bad. Yeah, and I don't know if they're. It seems like they're positioning now, like. I what do you okay? Let me ask you this: What are your thoughts on Seth Rollins? Is like the big good guy on Raw? I mean, they need a strong good guy, and it's not going to be Roman. No, so why not Seth? I like Seth. I, don't know. I like what Seth's doing right now. It's... What if they team him up with Roman? Will that make you feel better about Roman? No, <laughs> Still not. <done. laughs> That's just a straight no. I think it should be Seth and Sami Zayn. I think I would like it's that. It's like the big babyface team. And it's so funny, right? When you said both their names, I don't know why. I just pictured them both in bed. Like, <laughs> like yes, I would enjoy that threesome. But I also, <laughs> that I just I put still, myself in. I still like my friend Alex's idea of giving the New Day a singles belt. As, what's a singles belt? Like, 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 let, like, make Big E or like Xavier, like, US champion. Oh, I see. Oh, that'd be cool. And, but I also, I yeah. But here's the thing. I feel like we'll talk about this a little bit more when we, we got 10 minutes, so we got to run no, this, all good. this quick. But, You're good. but when we, um, so Clash of Champions is happening. Um, so it's going to be Roman against, uh, against Rusev. Hopefully the match will actually happen this time, um, which it didn't at SummerSlam because Roman yeah. just attacked Rusev. And so, Maybe by giving Roman the U.S. belt, it kind of gives him something to do and keeps him out of the main event. So maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I I just I don't need him in a main event. I really don't. Okay. Next. Well, um, <laughs> so that's uh, Steve's email. He says, "Keep All up right. the good work." So that's cool. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Um. Oh yeah. Shoot. I was. I had something else up here. Oh yeah. Let's so let's talk about that real quick. We got the Clash of Champions coming yeah. up on Sunday. Um. That's the first Raw only pay per view. There it is. And um. So in the opening match, in the in the the this is going to be the pre-show match. We've got uh, you got. They're basically positioning Alicia Fox as like this underdog, this fierce underdog, mm-hmm. going up against Nia Jax. Nia Jax. 
I think this might be their way of positioning Nia Jax into like she's going to start maybe being getting We're into the title picture. Her. Yeah. I know. I know. Are you still not quite it down with the Nia Jax? Yeah, I'm just. I'm sorry. She's clunky to me. She just like. Dude, she's dude, big. Dude. She's tough. I know, but with big, it's. I don't know. I like the agile, kind yeah. of flexible, okay. bouncy we'll wrestler more than I'm here kind of wrestler. <laughs> All right. Um, so and then did you? I I don't know what they showed on the. Hulu Raw. Did they show the Cruiserweight match? Yes. Yes, they did. How awesome was that? That was really fun. That was entertaining. High flying, lots of action. Yes. Which I was, um, they kind of remind me of like those flying squirrels, you know, <laughs> like every time like one of them would go off, another one would. <laughs> like it was so fun. I like featuring, featuring, um, if you go back and listen to, uh, MBWS, Benson and I, well, actually, I don't know if we ever actually recorded an episode, um, mm-hmm. but Rich Swan was one of our top picks of the indie guys that we saw in Dallas. And now he made his raw debut this yeah. Monday and he crushed it. I thought, I thought he did great with his yep. whole dance routine. His music yeah. got the crowd pumped up. Yep. You also had, uh, you had Cedric Alexander. Um, who's been working in Ring of Honor and, uh, various, I saw him in PWG, um, and he made his big debut. He looked great. You had Grand Mat, Grand Metallic, also his, uh, Lucha, his, his former name in CMLL is, uh, is Mascara Dorada, but since CMLL owns that name, he has Grand, mm-hmm. Ma- Grand Metallic now. He okay. was doing, he was great. And then, Surprise of the night, Brian Kendrick winning the match. Yeah. Um, with his, they've changed the name of his, I guess. Okay. So here's something interesting. I think they did this for PG purposes. So his finisher that they were calling the pirate hook. Uh huh. Yeah. That, that, the pirate hook. Yeah. Um, the actual name of that is the bully choke. And I think they couldn't oh. use the word choke because that, I don't think that, I guess that's not PG. Well, and, Bully as in B-U-L-L-Y? Yeah. I I bet that had... Bully and choke, two yeah, no-no words, I guess. Because especially bully, like, yeah, it's in schools and stuff. I mean, it's such a... Well, they have their whole B-Star and, campaign and yeah. all that. So that became the pirate hook, which I'm fine with that. Um, I just thought it was an interesting choice. And uh, so Brian Kendrick going to be kicking off uh, Clash of Champions this is his first WWE pay-per-view since 2009. Hmm, so it's been a while. Um, and he's going to be wrestling. So I, I had to assume that TJ Perkins is going to be on Raw. I guess they're saving his debut for Clash of Champions, which that's exciting. Yeah. So you're going to have TJ Perkins going up against Brian Kendrick for the Cruiserweight Championship. I think that's going to be a great match. It's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. I do, I, I, I would be very disappointed if TJ lost the belt on his first defense. But I think they brought in Kendrick because he's the veteran. I think they're going to put on mm-hmm. a great match. They've wrestled each other plenty of times on the indie circuit. Yeah. And that's exciting. Nice. Um, next up, you've got the final match in the best of seven series between Cesaro and Shane. Yeah. This thing's finally going to be oh over. Oh, my gosh. Because we all know, like, anytime I see Sheamus, my skin crawls. Like, I just... <laughs> no man should be that pasty white. Like, uncomfortably pasty white. All right. That's how I describe his skin. Um, so I may fast forward some through some of his I, just because I want, of like. Ugh. 
I want Cesaro to win. So I do too. Because I want this I to like be him. like his propelling him into the main event, or at least yeah. maybe maybe they'll start putting him in the U.S. title picture at the very least. Mm-hmm. I just hope this means something for somebody. Yeah. I mean, like, and Speaking I want of to U.S. Cesaro. title. I just noticed this this week, but Rusev's like intro. Mm-hmm. Is a map of, uh, of, uh, Bulgaria. Oh yeah. Which cracks me up cause I'm like, of course, because you're talking to Americans. We have no idea where that's at. <laughs> like, it kind of reminded me of like John Oliver whenever John Oliver talks about a place and he puts up a map and it's yeah. like totally not that country. <laughs> and so I just thought that was really interesting that I just noticed that this, this week. I'm like, Oh, and your background is a map of where you're from because we don't know. So we got Rusev go. versus Roman Reigns for the U.S. title. Who you got? Um, okay, well, you know me, Roman, so I have to go Rusev on this. I I, I think I'm going to go with Rusev as well. Um, but I mean, I also, but on the other hand, um, this keeps if Roman does become the U.S. champion, yeah. we know then we'll know we'll be out of the main event. But I just I feel like. <laughs> They're still pushing Roman. I know. Um, and I think they're teasing like a shield reunion again. So I don't know. I, but I, I, I could go either way with this, but I'm, I'm leaning towards Rusev just because I think he makes a good U.S. champion and a good bad guy. And, I do. Um, oh, when I looked up Lana's movie, they mentioned Lana's movie coming out. Oh yeah. Out. The like, movie really? that she's in with Edge. It is called Interrogation. Yeah. And. Starring Edge, Adam Copeland. Oh boy, does it look interesting! So yes. I, you need IMDb that people. Okay. <laughs> we might need to start watching these WWE movies because I never <laughs> I have. Know. I watched Dean Ambrose. I watched the Xavier. The um, I watched Countdown with uh, Dolph Ziggler just because the concept of it sounded cool, and it uh-huh. ended up just being really cheesy, but it was fun. <laughs> I mean, they're really dumb. But it was wow. so. Have you ever seen the movie Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage, where it takes place like at a boxing match? Uh no. Well, Countdown is like where there's like this hostage situation, some kind of thing. I forgot already, but it takes place at a WWE event, and it's okay. really, it's really silly. Um, and yeah. and Dolph Ziggler is a cop. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's it's really silly. Oh gosh, oh. well this one is like that too. Um. I'm going to read the little bio because it's, it's short. After the FBI receives a threat that endangers the entire city, an interrogator, Copeland, and an IT specialist, and that's Lana. Wait, Lana's an IT Yes! Specialist? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, hey, okay, that's great. We might have to I'm watch all for this one together. I want to watch Lana IT specialist. <laughs> okay. I can't. I just want to know. Also, I want to hear her like normal true? voice. That's true. That'd be nice. Because that's also what I'm really looking forward to on Total Divas. So, uh, the, but they're plunged into a series of mind games with a criminal mastermind. So, Ooh. dun dun dun. All right, uh, moving up the yeah. um, the card here. We got Sami Zayn versus Chris Jericho. I mean, I don't even do I need to even ask you what you're. You do not. You know. Um, I hope this also this means Sami Zayn might be moving back up the card, um, getting put in a pretty high profile match with Chris Jericho. Uh, he better be careful because Jericho's added to that list, and I don't want Sammy's <laughs> name on it. So, oh yeah, the list, the That's list. Right. <laughs> you gotta love the stuff that Jericho. Jericho's and, good. <laughs> Jericho and Owens are just like on fire. They are funny. Um, I would argue, like, 
in like Chris Jericho's like post Fozzie where he goes on tour a lot and he comes and goes now. Mm-hmm. This is like the best Jericho has been in that era. Like, by far, he's, he's tearing it up. He's on, yeah, he's um, on cue. That's for sure. All right, then we've got. I'm really looking forward to this match: Charlotte versus Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Yep. Who you got? Well, okay. I have an A and a B. Mm-hmm. Plan A is Sasha, mm-hmm. contingent that she does not have a tongue ring. Because <laughs> if she does, she still needs some time to heal. So she can't yeah. carry it. Yeah. So in which case, I'm going to lean towards Charlotte. So that's mm. my B. Because, yeah. and I have nothing against Bailey. I no. love her. I think she's awesome. I just think it's a little too new. Yeah, I agree like, with you. Let's I think build it up a bit. Here's what I think. I think they're saving the Bailey title win for WrestleMania. Yeah. I think that's a wrestle because that's a WrestleMania moment. That's yeah. a WrestleMania match. I think it's going to be Bailey versus Sasha at WrestleMania this yes. year, and yes. I think we're going to slowly build to that. They're already kind of seeding some dissension in the ranks there when they mm-hmm. had that tag match. Yeah. Um, and we got months away to that, so yes. I think that's going to be a build. I am leaning towards Charlotte retaining here, but I'm going to have to go yeah. with maybe Sasha. I'm going to yeah. agree with you. Sasha with a possible Charlotte retain just to yeah. keep the storyline going. I also am, again, I think they're um, wrongly pushing for a Dana Brooke. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I think in that, if you're like, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Um, but that's- I can see. I think it would be hilarious that they gave the title to Dana Brooke for like a week. And then she like, and then she like lost it the following week. I think that'd be amazing. Then we got New Day versus Gallows and Anderson for the tag titles. New Day, New Day. I don't. I think Gallows and Anderson are winning the titles here. I think they're doing it. (sighs) You know, I'm so mad because I saw them on screen and I thought of, I'm like, oh, that's who they remind me of, and I forgot to write it down. But it was okay. So to be fair, I've been on like a Harry Potter binge, <laughs> and since Sunday, because okay, John and I went to Universal Studios Harry Potter on oh, Saturday. I'm so jealous! And I got a wand. I have a wand. Oh, the interactive wand and all that it, shit. Awesome. You got to do the choosing ceremony. I did what? Do you like so... shove some kids out of the way? <laughs> no. Well, I didn't do that. No, you can go to any like when you're in the shop. There's like you know, masters in there that will help you find your one. Oh, gotcha. That's a whole other story, which we definitely have to share because it's awesome. But anyway, because I went there, I was, I woke up Sunday. I'm like, I really just want to watch Harry Potter. So I watched all the Harry Potter movies. Man, that's a lot of movies. In four days. Thanks. Um, I did so, that during the summer. So, see, okay. so because of that, when I watched Ron, I saw Gallows and Anderson. I'm like, oh my gosh. Crab and Goyle. Yes. That's totally it. Oh my God. Thank you. I was like, no, they totally clicked for me. I'm going, that's who you guys are. See, and that, and yes. I, that's where I wish. Now I'm wishing oh that gosh. like AJ was still around because that would make AJ now. <laughs> yes. Draco. Done. That's it. From now on, Crab and Goyle. Like, done. That's exactly who they remind me of. They came so what are you going to do like, if Enzo it? calls them Crab and Goyle one day? I will, oh, one, I will fall in love with Enzo even more. And if, we ever, if you ever see Enzo, you need to feed him that line. I will. Just go with Crab and Goyle. We'll all know. And the kids, how relatable will that be? They would totally know that yeah. reference. Speaking of Enzo and Big Cass, funny story. 
Not on this card. What the fuck? WWE has finally like made it into my my life with my friends at work. <laughs> and mm. So, uh, eating with my girlfriends at work, and somebody said something, and I said, and I said, "How you doing?" <laughs> like, because it just there are moments that I'm in meetings, and somebody will say something. And I'm like, a cup of haters? Like, I just hear this voice. A cup, cup of haters? <laughs> and so it comes in my head. Or when somebody, like, in a meeting, they'll pipe up, and, like, they'll put somebody in their place, and I just, in my head, in my Enzo voice, how you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I was sharing this with my friends at work, and these women are just staring at me. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Let me tell you about Enzo and Big Cass. And I was telling them about it and how they're from New Jersey and how what they're talking is. And so right away, one of them jumps into Instagram and finds Enzo on Instagram. And she's like, what is what is S-A? I'm like, S-A-W-F-T. Soft. And she's like, what the hell? I'm like, you have no idea. I said, so... So you're doing soft at work. Oh, hell yeah. With my girlfriends who know nothing about this. And then I found like the best of with Enzo and Kat. Get them into it. And I showed it to them and they, they're in love. They're hooked. So nice. now I told them, I, we will watch Enzo and Cass and we'll follow them wherever they go. And so as common vernacular among at work now is cut the haters. Just walk around. Nice. Totally. So basically calling out our students. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. So I was really excited because that was a breakthrough for me in my life. That WWE has made it into my work life. So there you go. I'm excited. All right. Then we've got the main event. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Who he got? <sighs> I'm going to say Kevin Owens' is first I big know. defense. And I don't want to say Kevin just because he's anti-CME, but I'm going to go Kevin. Kevin's got this. I think he's got it. I think they're running with Owens, and yeah. I love it. And even though the ratings for Raw have been terrible, but I think that's because of Monday Night Football. Right. Um, and But also because, as some people pointed out, up until, like, recent, it seemed like for a little bit that Raw didn't have a big, like, baby face, but I think Seth Rollins mm-hmm. might be that guy. And um, But then, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Cesaro. Also, Sami Zayn could fill that role. So I think they need to elevate these guys. Get these guys going. Um, I'm really excited to see this show on Sunday, even though I won't be able to watch it till super late or on yeah. Monday because I'm going to be a pod fest. But, uh, yeah, we might good. have to do a Thursday recording next week just to give time because you're going to be gone. Yeah, we'll see. I can, we'll oh, you know, you know I'll, I watch, I watch, I watch. <laughs> you're, you're committed. Um, and I will yeah. say with SmackDown, I really hope that next week Dean wins it back. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I really want him to win it back so badly. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're, I don't know. I mean, they could, we could have a title change that way. Dean's the champion going into the pay per view. Um, it's possible. Um, it's but I do think champion. there's, there's a lot of room for shenanigans, but I'm excited to see Dean Ambrose versus Chris versus, uh, AJ again. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And then, holy shit, Dean Ambrose pinned. Let's, let's end on this note. Well, I got one more thing mm-hmm. here. Um, but holy shit, Dean Ambrose pinned John Cena clean. 
on yes. SmackDown. That yes. was a good match, and that was crazy. That was fun. That was, that was a fun match. I liked it. It's kind of it's like watching Sammy and uh, Kevin Owens, where yeah. you know that they're friends. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, it was so entertaining. I really liked their match. Yeah. And yeah, you know, this will be our closing point here. You know who was an all-star SmackDown for me was none other than um Becky Lynch with her speech. Oh, with, they had yeah. this Alexa yeah. And she's like, you're right. I wasn't, I'm not, I don't, I wasn't born a champion. Yeah. That was a great, that was a great promo. It was. It, really was. it was. And Alexa and then, Bliss but then Alexa just because she's annoying. Beating the shit out of her, throwing the desk over. Yeah. Oh, that was, I don't know. I'm excited for this match. I can't take uh, Alexa seriously because she talks like a valley girl. I like it. And I know it. that's I like the gimmick, but I'm like, I, you're, but you're not. Oh, like, I like it. She's fierce. <laughs> I like it. I like Becky. And speaking of Becky, that's going to be our Instagram pick. Oh, yay. All right. Um, it's I Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch WWE. And yeah. it also, you get to find out her real name. It's Rebecca Quinn. It's right there in her Beautiful Instagram name. profile. So she is Becky, I guess. Um, and her, I like her, I like all her captions. They're just very positive. Yeah. And she's very supportive of her friends. And right in her bio, WWE superstar. superstar. So, um, SmackDown Women's Champion, Risk Taker, Rule Breaker, Game Changer, 100% Straight Fire, Hashtag Last Kicker. Yep. And there's pictures of her. There's a, though, there's a good flashback today, yep. um, with her, her and Sami Zayn. Amazing. Young, very young looking Becky Lynch. Yeah. And um, I like her with orange hair more than that dark. Yeah. She's and beautiful. Then you got these, no got these protein cookies that she's eating mm-hmm. i don't know those look she says they're good i'll, I'll take your word for that sure. they got a, they got 15 that's a lot of protein in a cookie protein it cookie and then you got some good fan art a great picture of her and bailey yeah. oh, a cute picture because she does a lot of charity work so yes. a cute picture of her with a little baby a children's hospital and some other cool pictures of her she loves showing off that belt. Yeah, she does. I would too. I'll blame her. I would too. Yeah, um, I've been. Oh, there's a really her old a picture. And she's so positive. There's like, yeah, there's a picture of her from like when she was a flight attendant. There's some like her and her friends and like in uh in Ireland and um. Oh, I don't see that one, but I want to. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, I should share that with my mom. My mom is a flight attendant for United, so this would yeah. be really fun. <laughs> There's another cute picture of her and Apollo and Dolph with a little baby. Yeah. Just some cute pictures and good to see. And then this is becoming a new trend is uh, Triple H taking pictures with all his um, NXT people that he worked with. Yeah. That's and neat. So I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, Still not sure where this Triple H thing is going on raw, and I don't know. We'll see what happens yeah. to that. Do you think Stephanie is lying? <laughs> I think she's always lying. <laughs> I think she I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Know. Mick Foley I think Mick Foley's gonna get burned. I think and so too. I don't know, but I don't want this to be another like authority thing. I hope I really hope that this is some kind of new thing that Triple H maybe like it even like something like is speculated for a long time like an NXT invasion kind of thing right or something with like a bunch I don't know I hope it's not just the same like we're the authority blah 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 yeah um I don't know because that's like been pretty played out for years but that is kind of the ongoing storyline 
since 1997. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, right. And I think we'll see what happens with Backlash and and everything. And, oh, my gosh, these pictures of Naomi, like, with her full costume, like, in the light are just pretty. Her costume is nuts, though. I know. They're good. Really Man, good. what if that stuff ends up, like, making her hair fall out? <laughs> Glow in the dark hair color. Yeah, like, that I mean, is that, like does that count as workers' comp? I it should. I did it for the job. Yeah, It'd be amazing. All right, I love well, it. I think that's gonna do it. You got you got dinner time coming I up. Do. Man, she's drinking protein. She got high protein coffee. Well, when you, you work protein out. coffee, 25, 20 grams of protein and coffee. I'd do that. Man, <laughs> she, she can deadlift three hundred pounds. She's jacked. She is. Oh yeah, nice. Well, she's a strong lass. <laughs> Becky Lynch. Uh, picture her and AJ with a kid. I know it's pretty cool. I just like these guys. They're good people. Yep, and she's fun to follow. And she's very positive. Be sure to check us out on the web mbwspod.com. Go on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, Stitcher, all that stuff. Um, and hit us up on the contact form. Check out BenviewNetwork.com for all the other Benview Network shows. Um, I got Radio Brendo Man going, uh, things, our Marmaduke Brick Project is going really well. Yeah. We've already raised, we're almost to getting the small brick. Nice. So that's exciting. You can find out more. Um, that's on Radio Brendo Man and a bunch of other great Benview Network shows. You got, uh, you know, a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, I think that's going to do it this week. Uh, any last thoughts, Veronica? Final thoughts? No. I'm excited for next week. Hope your boy Sammy pulls out the W. Oh, I love him. I'm rooting for you, Sammy. You can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Soon and next time. Um, so for MBWS, I'm Brendan Creasy. I'm Veronica Steele. Have a good one, everybody. Wait, that's not, that's not it. <laughs> That's Radio Brindo Man. Um, we'll see you. We'll see you next time in the ring. I don't know. Whatever. That was good. I Watch, liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Watch wrestling. Watch wrestling. <laughs> awesome. So time we're taking over the prime time. Crosses, you're stepping over the fine line. But we can take this to the center of the ring. And when the bell dings, it's time to go. I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding. No, slim me with the chair in the back of your head. Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead. As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts, you're going home with a face full of welts. We came to win. Well, you better know it's Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Jordan, and this is Nerd's Eye View. Who do I have with me? I'm Andrew. I'm Tom. And what do we do here, Andrew? Well, we talk about movies. Every week we always talk about something that's new in theaters, as well as tell you what's going on with the box office top ten and what's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. And then we do a crazy thing called Guess the Ending, which Andrew has a wonderful catchphrase for, but it mainly involves us coming up with crazy stories for all the new movies that are coming out. 
So if any of that sounds good to you, find us online, nevpodcast.com, or on Twitter, at nevpodcast, or bendviewnetwork.com. What was I supposed to say?